This episode of With Love and Justice for All is brought to you by Bliss Books and Wine. Bliss Books and Wine is an independent black-owned bookstore for wine enthusiasts and book lovers. Listed as one of the black-owned bookstores in America that amplify the best in literature by OprahDaily.com, Bliss Books and Wine is your go-to for all your favorite titles, including ebooks and audiobooks. And when we buy from black-owned businesses, we are helping to create a world of racial equity. When ordering online, use the code 846BOOK for a 10% discount. That's 846-B-O-O-K for a 10% discount at blissbooksandwine.com. Exploring the healing and culture building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of With Love and Justice for All. I am Reverend Ogan Holder. I am joined as usual by my partner in crime and consciousness, Reverend Kelly Isola. And we are here to have ongoing conversations around embodied anti-racism, dismantling oppression, the special challenges that arise as spiritual seekers. You can join in on this conversation or let us know what you think. You can do that on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, our handle is at get our holy on. You can always email us Rev Kelly. So nope, that was wrong. Just Kelly or Ogan at projectsangus.com. Find out all about what we do at projectsangus.com. Um, I'm, I was, Kelly's going to about to ask you how you're doing, but you know what? I know that that will open up a whole a whole conversation because it is what we're talking about today. Uh, so, so before I do that, before I jump in, a couple of quick announcements um, that we want people to be aware of. Uh, we have started our next uh, 846 book club exploration. It is The Quaking of America uh, by Resma Menikin. He's the guy who wrote My Grandmother's Hands. Uh, he is providing some real important uh, um, foundational work around how do we shift out of white supremacy culture. Um, so that happens every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. Um, and we're adding a new element to our, our 846 book club. We'll be exploring works of fiction uh, by Black authors. So, and that starts the, I think that's every f- fourth Thursday. Is that we say that? Every fourth Thursday. Yep. June 23rd of the month first one starting in June um, so you can get the whole list and um, whenever you are going to buy books we please encourage you to buy through our bookstore partner we have partnered with Bliss Books and Wine they are a black owned bookstore they're actually owned by uh, two black women they're sisters and you can go to blissbooksandwine.com enter the code 846book that's 846 book um, and that will give you a 10% discount on your purchase so you can buy books for our book club through that you can buy any books you want through them they'll they'll ship you books they'll they got ebooks they got audiobooks um, so please help us support uh, black businesses and specifically this black business and also um, just a reminder that we have our ongoing affinity groups twice a month, first and third Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, where we come together and we talk about things. We don't have one coming up this week, do we? Do we already? Yes. Yes, was we do. It, we do. What is today's date? I'm like, oh, Today is the 17th. So this is the third Wednesday. Oh, that's right. 
So we are recording I mean, this tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, yeah. the 17th, we're recording this on Tuesday, 17th. So on the 18th, yeah. we will have an affinity group and it will be affinity group where we split into uh, Kelly taking the white bodies and me taking the bodies of culture. And I am sure we will be talking about our main topic today, which is the horrendous murder of 10 of black folk in Buffalo by a white supremacist. Um, and we're going to be very clear and conscious to call it what it is, a murder, uh, killing, uh, lynching. I don't even use the word killing because you can get killed in an automobile accident. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I would say murder, lynching, yeah. we're not, terrorism. We're, we're ter- ter- act of uh, terrorism, deadly act of terrorism. We're not going to use words like like tragedy. Right. You know, yeah. that's, you know, I got a flat tire on the highway and missed a meeting. That was a tragedy. No, no. That we, we're going to be very intentional about calling this what it is, because um, part of what happens is when we don't use these intentional words, the severity of what's happening does not come across. But I'm jumping ahead of myself, Reverend Kelly. <laughs> less, less people think I forgot that you were here. Uh, yeah, so so briefly, if, if we can do briefly, um, Oh, yeah. How 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 you feeling? How how you feeling since 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 uh, you first heard about 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 what happened in Buffalo about this 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 act of white suprem white terror white supremacy terrorism that cost yes, the lives that cost the lives of 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 innocent people. Well, honestly, my my initial thought at the moment is wanting to step back and give you the space to answer that. Um, initially, uh, uh, not that I don't have something to say about it, not that I don't have a response. And uh-huh. I just really in, uh, I just feel very strongly about that there's what, that one of my practices, one of my anti-racist practices is know when to move forward, move back when there's a space to, Sometimes it doesn't quite matter how I feel about something or not that it doesn't matter, but, but that's, sure. I, I want to provide a, a, a safer space for um, people of color, for black people, for the so, indigenous. So you're moving back and is it okay when you move back that I push you back forward? Is, is that how, absolutely. Is absolutely. That how this can but, work? Okay. Yes, so, absolutely. Because, because it is, um, that's how, that's how it works. That's how embodied practices, that's how, you know, the practice of, you know, anti-racism practice, practices, that's how they work. That's how earlier today I had a, um, you know, I posted something in a, in a, we'll talk about that later too. And, uh, I, but I specifically mentioned one of the things you can do is get an accountability partner. If you're a white body, get a, a person of color as a, an accountability partner. So that's yeah. what this is exactly. Okay. So Yes. All right. So now, push now me I, forward. How? I was gonna say now I don't know who's talking. <laughs> I know. So push me forward, and so, uh, so I'm 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 going to push you forward. I'm curious about hearing yeah. your thoughts. And, and part of part of yeah. why this is is I also just got done recording uh, uh, theology live. Um, my other my other podcast because I clearly do too much and yet not enough all at the same <laughs> time. Uh, I just finished recording that for which I spoke the majority of the hour on this. 
So okay. it's not that I don't have thoughts to share. It's like I'm tired <laughs> right yeah. now. Um, so 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 um, regardless of what I say today, folks, I will invite you to go listen to Pub Theology Live. Um, and and just so you know, Kelly, on that podcast, I did do a good job of plugging this podcast and what we do. So cross cross promotion. Yeah. I'm in too many places at the same time. <laughs> So there so, are no, there aren't too many places to there are not enough places having these conversations. So. They're 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 not. So so thank you, thank you for the for the moving back, but but yeah, I'm I wanna I wanna I wanna hear. I wanna I wanna hear. Because here's a so oh, my, one last one last thing about the moving back. So it's weird because yeah. you're you're moving back as a white person to give the black person space, and I'm a man that's moving back mm-hmm. to give you the woman the space. So I think at this rate, we might as well just keep standing next to each other. <laughs> we don't know if we're coming or going. We don't, we don't know what we're doing. We're what I doing. And just to be clear, folks, yeah. this, this semen confusion, yes, this is, this is what happens in real time, in real spaces. And part of it is acknowledging, again, your social location, where you are, and, and, and seat in the power. And if the person chooses not to... To, to, to take that on in the moment, then, you know, carry on, carry on. So, so yes, I, I appreciate that. I want you to share and go. So initially uh, I have to say that, that I was, um, I, I really was not shocked or surprised and it doesn't mean that I'm heartless. It means, I mean, I think there was an initial, what? Um, and it, it was like a nanosecond, um, in part. And when when the news was saying that he was live streaming from a camera on his helmet and the weapon that he had, and there was nothing that I heard that shocked or surprised me. I was more in a space of, of course, that you know, which can sound cold and heartless, can sound. Uh, And it's not at all. It's what I realized was that I um, over, you know, that I've been doing my individual work, anti-racist work and and the work, you know, for a long time. And then what you and I have been doing for over a year, um, Ogan, and that when I say not surprised, it's just because I'm more expanded my capacity to see white body supremacy and all of its manifestations and having an embodied understanding that it's something that mutates, that is, um, you know, manifests in, in different ways. So of course it's an 18 year old with, you know, an, this automatic weapon and live streaming it. And that's what we've created. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we think we, we, we think these things happen by people who've been steeped in years and years of, of of hate and and white supremacist ideology that's i think that's a lot of the assumptions we make about things this kid this kid's 18 years old like you know it's being the indoctrination happens early yeah 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 around the dinner tables at family gatherings at and and not even necessarily in those you know the indoctrination wise and not even necessarily that those family conversations are, you know, overt and like you're sitting around a group with, you know, Proud Boys or the KKK, but because the white body white body supremacy is 
the water we're all swimming in is how we're socialized, that, you know, it's, it's the, the things that we don't, we're not listening for, the things we don't hear, the, the, uh, the we don't know what we don't know. And all of these conversations happen around, you know, dinner tables, family gatherings, playing with my friends, with my neighbors, making jokes, right, that are inherently racist, but you don't know it because no one's ever told you. So, and and so, other indoctrination platforms, YouTube, uh, um, um, online video game uh, spaces, and yes. I, I want to be clear that this is not an indictment on the video games. This is this is the this is to let you know that that's where active recruitment by white supremacists is happening of teenagers, Um, you know, and it starts very innocently. It starts in conversations about how you're doing in school. Are you feeling bullying? Are you feel like your voice isn't being heard? Well, why isn't your voice being heard? Because those people don't want your voice to be heard or, or because of, you know, woke, equal opportunity things, some voices get to be heard more than others. And you as a white person, your voice as a kid in school is not being heard. And that's how it escalates. So right. that is a real thing that 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 happens. Um, so if yeah. you're already like in by the time you get to kindergarten, right? You're five or six years old, if you already have a sense of not belonging, of being bullied or picked on or or someone doesn't understand me, you know, anything around that, you're, you know, you're the low-hanging fruit. And, and it's fascinating that you said that because, you know, we have many states that are now trying to ban any discussions or education around anything that's, that's not the heteronormative, heterogeneous white Americanness. You know, we can't talk about race. We can't talk about anything that, Right. That, that we've coined as critical race theory. We can't talk about what it means to be trans or, or, or gay or, or anything that deviates from a white supremacy norm. So those conversations right. are being, being banned in, in grades, in certain grades in public schools. And the fascinating piece is when you ban these conversations, this is what happens. When you ban yes. these conversations, what you're doing is enabling space for very specific ideologies to find root yes. because 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 then the opposite of all those things are is what is you're sending the message that the opposite of all these things or not the opposite but rather the uh that what's what's okay and what is acceptable is again those those quote-unquote legacy american norms uh yes you're, you're white you're straight uh you know, Christian. You have to have a Christian, you have to have a mom and dad. Uh, they need to be male and female. Uh, right. And, and that, that cisgender. That, so, cisgender. Cisgender. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> words, words yeah. are words are so so yeah. yeah. So so when you're not when you're not having these discussions in classrooms, then kids don't know that it's okay. Because chances are you maybe not having a lot of them at home either. I guarantee you're not having them at home. You know. Not everyone, but 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 the people that need to have a most aren't having them. Let's just put it that That's way. Correct. That's correct. That's correct. I will say that. Um, and when the brain doesn't have information, it the brain does not like uncertainty and so anything unfamiliar. So it's going to find something to fill in the holes. Right. And if all it finds is everything you just said, it's going to fill that in, and that becomes familiar, and that's quote unquote normal. And and 
you know, yes. we just keep perpetuating the. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, so, so when, so I didn't hear about this. So the shoot, this, this happened on Saturday, I believe. And I didn't Saturday hear about afternoon. it until Sunday because, um, so I'm here in Barbados and, and here in Barbados, uh, my father just recently passed away. And I do want to say a big thank you to all of those who um, sent supportive prayers, texts, mess, uh, messages, all those things uh, online, personally, uh, on social media. Thank you so much. It's it, it feels good to be supported by a community and, and it has really helped uh, uh, buoy me. Is that a word, buoy, buoy me? Yes. Yes. Help buoy me. Like a buoy. Like a a buoy. I know, but part of the reason I always hesitate is because when I see the word, I see Mm -hmm. the spelling. I see the spelling, and the spelling (laughs) does not make sense for how we pronounce the word. B-U-O-I. Buoy. I don't know. It's it's weird. Anyways, (laughs) I digress. The point is, I appreciate appreciate the sentiments. his funeral will be on the 25th and it will be live streamed and I'll, I'll, I will post the link if uh, anyone is seeking, want, wants to continue to support me in that way. So I am in Barbados right now. It is noisy as all get out uh, behind me. I am, I am at a house that sits on top of a commercial bakery, basically, and there's oh. people coming and going all the time. There's yeah. roosters crowing in the background. It's, it's a whole, it is a whole vibe here and it's not a conducive to podcast recording vibe. So there's all of that. <laughs> yes. And there might be some so I, wonky Wi-Fi going in and out. But the point I'm making is when the thing happened, I was out and about. I, I don't have a cell phone with a, with a, what do you call it? Like a signal. So basically mm-hmm. it's only when I get in Wi-Fi that I can check messages, see oh, what's going okay. on. I was out all Saturday, way into the wee hours of Sunday morning, got home like 2, 3 a.m. Sunday morning, went straight to bed, woke up Sunday morning and this was one of the first things that I saw. Yeah. So on top of all the emotions that I'm feeling right now, this got plopped on top of it. And I just read, I just read the headline and I burst into tears. I started crying. Like stuff like this hits black people differently. And, yeah. and, I, and I posted about this. We, we feel, we carry in our DNA hundreds of years of the trauma that comes from being hunted and exterminated. And yes. and yes, trauma is passed down genetically. There's there's research on that. Go go Google epigenetics. Is epigenetics is that the word? Why am I doubting all my words today? <laughs> Come on, Ogan, be confident. Epigenetics, right? Go Google what that is if you don't know what that is. But yes, the the trauma is passed down. So we have so so it hits us different. Right. I'm not saying white people didn't read that or hear about that and weren't upset and weren't, you know, but it hits us as black people different because that trauma is activated when we read that a white person has hunted and exterminated us. And I want to be very clear about this was a hunting. Right. He was there days before he scoped out the joint. He, He was he was researching. He was researching. You know, where's the highest concentration of black people? I can go kill them. So this was a hunt right. and it was an extermination and, and we need and to it was, call it, it that. And, and it was the, it was a stop one on a multi-stop yes, plan. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, hunting is, yes. 
Yeah. So that happened. And then, of course, there's a, what we always see is uh, law enforcement pulls up. He is, yeah. he is still armed when they pull up. And he is subdued gently and carefully. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and black bodies, we see this. And, of course, the first thing that comes to mind is all the times that unarmed black people were killed by law yep. enforcement unarmed and there's this dude saw, standing in full tactical gear i saw a headline that said peaceful surrender and immediately i went are you fucking kidding me like yeah if if this was a black guy he it, there'd be no peaceful there'd be no surrender so 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 that surrender by death yeah that's so so that was a whole other whole other trigger too yeah so it's it's i mean it's it's just it's just been a lot you know i'm glad you said that let's about the headline that you saw let's segue to our translator okay i just want to say one more thing in terms of when you asked me how you know how i was feeling or how i am the other piece of it just so people know i'm i'm not cold-hearted and when i say that i wasn't really shocked it's uh, i i very um very a whole lot of grief and a whole lot of sadness and uh because this is the country that i live in because i am i uh it's so not what i want and it's death and i and i can't know what you just described that that i can never know that and i also don't want to deny the fact that that um you know the the trauma that uh that you know continues to be played out by white bodies, um, you know, out into the world in like this, and the very subtle, nice racism ways that it continues to happen that are that I think is often does more harm because it's yeah. daily, all day, every day, and so angry. Like I want to say, oh my god, like what the hell? wake up people you know yeah so learning to channel that into something so what do i do you know what can i do yeah notice where notice where whiteness shows up like seeing a headline that says peaceful surrender and going that's white yes i have to learn how to do that though yeah 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 when we read about the uh the mentally ill you yeah right and we have to remind people white supremacy is not a mental illness right yes right so we gotta we gotta stop we gotta stop saying that we gotta stop saying these are isolated random acts of violence they're they're not these are these these are happening all the all the time let's call it what it really is white supremacy terrorism and i think until we start i don't think people are really gonna begin to grasp what this is really about until we start using those headlines in our mainstream and everyday conversation, right? There's, yeah, there's just the amount of coded language. Yeah. Um, It's that as white bodies, really not aware, not, and and often not willing to be aware. Yeah, we talk about, we talk about 9-11 as a terrorist attack on the United States. We got to start talking about things like what happened on Sunday as, a white supremacy terrorist attack on black yes. people. Yes. Like, uh, on, on black Americans. 
if, if, if you need, if you, if you need a shade of patriotism in there to get you riled up, like, right. you know, like, like call it what it is. It yeah. was, it was a terrorist yes. attack. And I think people, when we, 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 we still haven't, or rather, and this is, this is part of white supremacy culture norm, terrorists equals somebody that doesn't look like a white American. Right. I've got to shift that narrative. <laughs> well, the, the coded language is one of those um, those white body supremacy activities that you know quote unquote norm that keeps the rhetoric going that keeps the um, you know that keeps racism that keeps the narrative of you know that this is a lone wolf or you know a random act or just an unspeakable tragedy you know that keeps that. Yeah allows us to keep denying as white bodies to really deny what's going on. And, and, right. and then I can continue to, to be oblivious. I can continue to not look at where am I colluding? Like what, wh what's mine to do? And I, I get that people, they don't like the word collude. They think, Oh, I'm, but I'm a good person. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're not colluding. It means that you are colluding means you're helping the system. So, and, yeah. And so I made, um, Right. I decided to do my own little, uh, so I made that white body supremacy translator. Um, and it's not complete by any stretch of imagination, but I, I needed to go find the places where this coded language is showing up so that I could, could, could speak to other white bodies that, yeah. you know, to pay attention. And if, and if you who are listening, haven't seen it yet, it's, it's posted in our, on our social media, um, but but let's go through let's go through a few of them now and and one I want to highlight is is the word killed, which yeah. really means or what it really was was a lynching, and we think that word doesn't apply to who we are now. First of all, in case you didn't know, they only just passed anti-lynching legislation in in right. Congress, right? Only just like a few months ago. Like they've been trying to pass this for, I don't know, a few hundred years, maybe a few decades at yeah. least, uh, uh, pre-civil rights. Like they only just did this. All right. So, so, so lynching is still a thing. And when yeah. we, when we say lynching uh, for a lot of us, what comes to mind is hanging from a tree. Okay. Right. That's no, we, it's 2022 now. We don't hang bodies from trees anymore. We shoot them in the street. We choke right. them under the weight of our, our bodies on their necks. George Floyd was lynched. Ahmaud Arbery was lynched. It's the, it's, the, it's the killing, the exterminating of a black body for no reason other than the fact that they're, that they're black. Well, okay. because we have created white, white bodies, white body supremacy has created more effective, efficient, quicker ways to lynch exactly. Exactly. and actually having to catch the body, put the rope around, put it up over the tree, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. And um, I would, I would like, just got, yeah. And I would like to invite, if we have any clergy listening, when you do your sermons, please use these words, right? Don't speak of the tragedy that happened in Buffalo. Speak about the lynching at the hands of a white terrorist, of a white supremacist, yep. use the jarring language. Because to your point, when we use bypassing language, because that's what really it is when we speak about tragedies, when we use bypassing language, 
we remove we remove the 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 gravitas of the situation we remove the sense mm -hmm. of urgency we remove the sense that there's something for us to do right because it's out there that's the thing that happened it's a tragedy it doesn't really affect me sure it's sad sure it's horrible but yeah there's nothing i can do about it you know sort of deal um and 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 using i think using more jarring language will strike home a little bit more and using not just jarring language, but reiterate the fact that there's no neutrality here. Right. Being, That's the, yeah. Being not racist and just praying about it and just holding, holding the high watch, to use a more new thoughty term, is, is complicity. It is complicity well, because it's not action. You know what? And even even as you're saying it, like I I I haven't used the term high watch in forever years because I don't like it. I never liked it. And you know, I don't well, either. That just really came out of the recesses. Just <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, think about it for a minute. It's it's like other other you know spiritual new thoughty terms, right? Like minded. It's mm -hmm. coded language. High watch means right. I can separate myself from above, from on yeah. high. Yeah, there's yeah. Um, people may not think of that. That's what's being said, but and here we come back to intent impact, right? That right. My, well, my intention was I don't really give a rat's ass about your intention. The impact is you're saying with the high watch that you're up above. I don't need you to be in the high watch. I need you to be down in the dirt. I need you to be down in the trenches. I need you to to uh, as white bodies i need us to do our work which means go ahead and and yeah. stop and pray and reflect and keep and move while you're doing it like pause you know the breath like the embodied practices so that you're responding not reacting so that you're you're moving through your pain you know as resma says the clean pain rather than you know the dirty pain but there's no not doing something to me Yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, to go back to that, also that lone wolf thing you mentioned. Um, yeah. No, he was not alone. There's an entire mm -hmm. system that supports what yes. he's been doing. That system includes our elected officials who yeah. who push uh, various versions of that replacement theory. Right. Yeah. And, and if you haven't, if, if you haven't looked up, if you don't know what the, the white replacement theory is, or you haven't looked it up since Saturday, then I'm going to, I'm going to say it, you're really not interested in what's going on here. Yep. Because, because if, if when you heard that that was what was the motivation for those slayings and you didn't look up what it was, if you didn't know, then you're really not interested okay yeah and and it's been it's been it's been pushed by right-wing media it's been pushed by by the far far right um politicians um and and as a result this is this is this is the out picture in right yeah. this is this is the we're taking it from a theory to a practice and we have to do something about it 
right? When uh, Charlottesville happened, you guys remember Charlottesville, when the neo-Nazis were in the streets chanting, Jews will not replace us, right? Nice. That's, that's that theory, this idea that, that the white race in America and even the world, because this, this, this is all over the place, um, there's a concerted effort to replace white bodies with bodies of culture. And um, we, we see this in the politicians' rhetoric when they talk about uh, allowing, allowing immigrants, legal and illegal, to come in and vote. And that's, that's millions of votes that they're bringing in to replace white voters. That's what we're talking about. That's, that's, that's that theory being spun out. Um, and, and here's what we know, especially in, in a lot of our churches. Our churches have, uh, you know, there, there's some truth about it still being a very uh, segregated hour. <laughs> but, yeah. but what we also know um, in, in a lot of New Thought churches, for example, um, but I'm sure this happens in other denominations too, we have people across the political spectrum sitting in those seats, right? And what a lot of ministers do is try to navigate that by being as least controversial and least political as possible. Because, because if, if, we, if we try to do that, if we try to be political, if we try to say something, that means we got to pick a side, which means we're pissing off maybe half of our congregation and we can't do that because then they'll go and, you know, that's our bottom line and yada, yada, yada. So, those days are over people let me just let me just say it blankly if you are not speaking directly about this or to this to your congregants you are enabling it okay yes. there are no two sides here and especially and i've <clears throat> said this before if you have bodies of culture if you got black folk you got brown folk if you got um if you got um Asian folk, if you got Hispanic folk in your congregation and you are not speaking directly to or about this, what you are saying to them is that they don't matter. Yes. Yep. Take that count. in for a moment. They don't count. They don't count because you're not going to take the time and the effort to speak to something they feel viscerally that is their lived experience. We have black people being murdered. We have Asian people being attacked on the street almost on a daily basis. And that's not an exaggeration. Okay. Right. Do you think when Trump got out of office, attacks, random attacks and, and, and beatings of Asian people stopped? No, that continues to this day. Okay. And you're probably sitting there, well, no one in my congregation would ever do that. We're not saying people in your congregation are the ones that they're wheeling the bats and firing the guns. But if the folks in your congregation are on you as the minister are saying nothing about this, what you're basically saying is that it's okay that people say the things that they say. Well, and, and let me say one thing about you may not have pulled the trigger, right? So one of the things I've, I've um, you know, there, there's just, there's been an enormous if you look at you know social media and the new you know, like a lot of messages um, and posts that um, uh, from white people and black people you know all over and and I I I do my individual work and take care of myself and know like okay I have to get off right I can't 
I need to, to pause and step back and, but then I need to re-engage and, and I want to hear what's being said. And one of them was that I really had to, that, that landed really hard. And my first thought and feeling was, fuck, I can't do this anymore. And right after it came, oh my God, it's, that's true. And what it was is someone was, someone said, and there's so much, I'm not really tracking who said what, but that I may not have physically had my hand on that gun, but as a white body, if I'm not saying something, if I'm not, you know, actively engaging in embodied practices to build an anti-racist culture, then I, my hand is on the trigger. Yeah. At the very least, your hand is steady in the arm that holds the trigger. Like you and were- that was it. <laughs> There was no hesitation about swallowing that, and that was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 as much as again, we want to affirm and envision the the world of peace and harmony that we're all striving for, the world of of love, equity, and justice. That is our tagline as well. As much as we want to envision that, we have to realize that the envisioning isn't just not enough. The envisioning ain't really doing anything. Uh, let's, no. let, let's be, let's be clear about that. There's no, there's and 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 you know, the common refrain of hers, but it gives us direction. Well, yeah, a direction is no good if you don't move. Right. right. If you have all the directions in the world and you just stand still, you're not going anywhere and you're yeah. not gonna get to the destination and create the experience that you say you want. We've got we've we've got to move, and that and that begins with and and we we've been saying this since our first episode, since before we started doing this podcast. I feel I feel I feel like I feel like this might be the only thing we ever have to say, but we're gonna keep shouting it from the mountaintops because we know there'll always be at some point some new person rolling in to listen to the podcast. This starts with our own inner work because we have internalized some of those white supremacy norms we all have and until we yep. really do the work to realize that we have admit that we have and transform it internally then even 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 our not racist quiet self is perpetuating it and and yep. and that's that's the that's the truth um so just as a quick reminder, let's take, take let's do do a quick do a quick uh, a list of some of those uh, those white body supremacy norms. And once again, please get comfortable with the term white body supremacy. Right? Again, right. stop stop thinking it's the extreme. Stop thinking it's just the 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 killer from the Buffalo Weekend. Stop thinking it's just people like Tucker Carlson. Stop thinking it's just uh, neo-Nazis walking in the street. Stop thinking it's just a proud boy. Stop thinking that when we, when you hear the word white body supremacy or white supremacy, it's, it's all those extremes. There's a, it's a spectrum. And there's some people who stand on the extreme end of the spect spectrum. And there are some who stand on the acceptable end of the spectrum and everywhere in between. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's the, it's the inconvenience and discomfort how you you can kind of find yourself on that spectrum wherever your point of of 
okay, this is now too inconvenient or this is yeah. too uncomfortable. Yeah. So you can find yourself where, where you are on that. Yeah. Um, so some of, the, some of the ways that white body supremacy um, manifests is, um, you know, these are uh, general terms that again are, you know, have a like defensiveness and denial that can show up in, in different ways. And, and the vibration or the intensity of defensiveness or the intensity of denial and the, the extent that I will go to make you wrong, you know, as the black person to, to actually deny and try to convince you of why your lived experience is incorrect will tell me the degree that I am embodying and practicing, you know, and being a white supremacist. Um, the spiritual bypass, which, you know, Ogan, we see all the time, and I'm sure we're going to bring it up again, dissociation, the looking at this as I don't live in Buffalo, or I don't live in Christchurch, New Zealand, or I don't live in Charlottesville, or I don't know anybody that thinks that way, or I don't, any, anything to disassociate, to disconnect myself from the reality that if I'm a white body, I'm in it, and I am perpetuating it. I didn't create it. Um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to keep going. I didn't create it. And what am I doing to keep it going? Um, the assumption of leadership, of control, um, fragility. Oh my God, the, you know, the white fragility, the getting overwhelmed by our guilt, by our shame, um, uh, scapegoating. Like this is, this has really shown up quite a bit, the scapegoating. Yes. That when I'm looking at the social media posts, um, and the, the scapegoating and the, um, the distraction kind of thing that, that, um, which, and part of that is that right to comfort, right. To, uh, you, you know, when I scapegoat, it's to, it's to, to dissociate and to move the, the spotlight off of me onto something else. And, and it, if you read any of the threads, um, you can see people, Here's, here's, you know, like, like your post, Ogan, or, or others um, from other, you know, Black people post about how they're feeling and responding to, um, to this past weekend and others, and really being quite vulnerable and quite fragile. And somewhere in the thread, some white body brings up mental illness, right? Or brings up, yeah. you know, gun control or brings up, and not that those aren't, um, you know, things to talk about and, and deal with, but it's a, it's a scapegoating technique also to, to make someone else, even, even the writer of the post, well, you are what's wrong with this conversation, you know, or this person over here, or, you know, President Biden, because he hasn't done this, this, and this. Um, it's, yeah, we're, we're brilliant at scapegoating. The self-righteousness, the, um, the right to comfort is really, um, is one of the more insidious, subtle, and highly dangerous. Um, yeah, we, we as white bodies value our own comfort over the lives of black people. And 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 to to a point we were alluding to, one of those comforts is owning a gun. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 to be clear there's a lot of black people who are also pro second amendment and many of them are pro second amendment because they believe that that's how they keep themselves safe from the white people with guns. <laughs> right. 
and we we've created this vicious this vicious epidemic of of gun ownership and gun death in the United States and again to your point conversations around that not that they don't need to be had or they aren't important healthcare is important mental healthcare is important the gun epidemic is important but when something like what happened in buffalo happens and that's where we go to your point we are we are doing our best to 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 have a conversation around an important topic that's not the real reason any of this is happening right you know yeah. and we feel justified because these are important things to talk about right yeah. well you know um when how, how how much how much change has happened around gun ownership and gun safety and gun laws and all the mass shootings that have happened like pretty much none 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 so because that's that's another one of those white sorry white body supremacy manifestations to idolize the individual over the collective yes yes so your individual personal right to carry whatever kind of weapon of mass destruction you'd like is over is valued over the lives of um black people over the lives of um the houseless of indigenous populations of his family, you know, over right. the the greater the greater good, the greater the, great, the greater good. And some would argue, some would argue though that it is about the collective because this is enshrined in our constitution, the founding document. Uh, I got one word for you: context. Right. Okay. It made sense when it was written. I mean, it sort of didn't, but it it, it did because you know you're you, you, this, this is a I hate to say it. It was a country. <laughs> this is going to be funny. It was a country of white immigrants. Yeah. Uh, uh, seeking the right to defend themselves from invasion, invading hostiles. Yeah. From, even though, from even though the, it's from the invading, overreaching, oppressive patriarchy of the right. monarchy. Even though that's what they themselves were as they continue to decimate the Native American population and enslave Black Africans. So there's there's a weird weird thing. Regardless, regardless, yes, it is enshrined in our Constitution and, um, and given the context, it's not holding up now because we are abusing that amendment. We are abusing it. And it really is time for it to go. It's really time... It's pastime. It's really pastime, you know. Um, so, so, so these, yes, these things all go together. But if we're using them as an avoidance, as a bypass from this, right. this, this conversation, it's, it's, uh, you know. And I will say, I will say, I will say, in the more I would say centrist uh, news organizations, mm-hmm. um, I will say I have been pleasantly surprised that many of them are beginning to use more of this terminology. They still yeah. got a ways to go. <laughs> yeah. they're, st- they're still pussyfooting around, beating around the bush, but the terminology is there. The only ones who I'm, I'm really seeing talking about this may be a whole mental health thing is, again, more far-right places who want to maintain, uh, maintain the white supremacy culture. 
Well, and and as we're noticing the uh, um, more uh, the 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 great replacement theory, and mm-hmm. in the last couple of days, how much more has come out in in posts and in newsletters. Um, uh, in yeah. Because so many people don't know what it is, or never right. even heard of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need. We need, we need, we need some laws banning that from the classrooms. Uh, right. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I saw that posted somewhere um, yesterday. Somebody, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to realize, and know, I don't know if I said this earlier on this conversation or have i said it on pub theology it's all blurring together because time has no meaning we're still in covid yeah. uh you know <laughs> stuff like this wouldn't happen or begin to happen less if we had the education around racism that is being banned right if we just yes the education of yeah. our history yes of a real like really actual American history, our education yeah. around how things stand, the reality of the lived experience of millions of people in this country. If we really, all, all the conversations that some states are seeking to ban, if we have those conversations, then then there's, 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 there's perhaps the opportunity for a little more critical thinking. Um, well, so who knows? And there, so, well, wouldn't that be nice? I think it's, I think, I think the capacity or the skill or the desire for critical thinking is, is one of the things that's, um, that is being chipped away at that uh, is. I blame TikTok. So all that. No, I'm just kidding. All, yeah. So all the book banning and uh-huh. all the, like the, the harder that, that leaders try to take control is to actually eliminate the critical thinking. Yes, um, exactly. Exactly. And it, 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 just so people are clear, the, this replacement theory is very much connected to the um, Roe v. Wade. Uh, there are not, because built into this replacement theory is um, essentially there are not enough white babies being born. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's largely, and so over the decades, more and more, um, there's fewer and fewer, you know, people being born that have two parents that are white, that are European, particular lineage of European, not all Europeans, um, but particular lineage of, of Europeans. Uh, and, and it's more white women than any other demographic are the ones having abortions. Um, and it's so built into this replacement theory is there's not enough white babies being born. So we're rapidly reaching a place where we're not gonna have, you know, um, oh, now I can't even, another coded language um, word. We're not gonna have enough, you know, true Americans or true, true descendants. Right. Legacy Americans. So, there you go. Legacy Americans. Thank you. That's, that's, that's uh, the term that's being bandied about the last couple right. of years. Legacy so, Americans. Yeah. So we have to, we have to change that. And so one of the ways is to ban um, abortions and force yeah. women to, to have their babies. Yes. And it's fascinating because so that, that statistic you just named there about 
about the white women are the ones having more abortions, they will also be the ones that continue to have access to those abortions yes. Yes. when the bans are put in place because, yep. because statistically they will be more well off and can afford to travel to another state to yes. have an abortion. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah, so there's, 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 there's that. Um, and um, let's talk about the Supreme court uh, decision that you wanted to share. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, there's not Dobbs versus Jackson is, which is that women's health decision that is, uh, hasn't been handed down yet from the Supreme court. Um, but it is, what is expected to overturn Roe v. Wade. Um, but yesterday um, they did hand down a decision, um, the Federal Election Commission versus Cruz, in which a shocker six to three vote, um, and you can guess who the six are, uh, the, the WBS six, how's that? There you go. Can, can I call it that? Uh, they So by six to three vote, the Supreme Court struck down a limit on how much of a, a political candidate's own money they could recoup after an election. So what's what's um, what has been uh, the, the law capped reimbursement at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So a political candidate could recoup some of their some of their money that they spent in you know running for office or something through various ways and it could be you know a, a contract to you know to be the spokesperson for something or you know or fundraising but you could only recoup up to $250,000 well the supreme court um, um, struck that down and said that there is no um, there's no limitation and because it would be violate the first amendment right to speech. I, I, I'm unclear how limiting reimbursement is a violation of freedom of speech. If anything, um, it's the exact opposite. So, so if I'm understanding you correctly, I say I wanted to run for office and I was super stinking rich as some super stinking rich people have run for office. I can pour as much of my own personal money into the campaign. And then yep. regardless of the outcome of the campaign, I can get reimbursement for the money poured in. So it, it, so it costs, it really kind of costs me nothing. So, so any deterrent that I might've had for putting in money, cause I know we can get it back is gone now. The guardrails are off. So if yep. I am, if I'm, you know, an evil billionaire and I decide I want to run for office, I can pour in as much money as I want, knowing that, you know, hey, I'm, I, I'm probably going to get this money back. Yep. If, before there might have been a hesitation because right. I'm only getting back $250,000 of this. So I won't pour in $5 million. But now it's like, oh, yeah, I can pour in $5 million as much as they want to help sway a campaign. Um, yep. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I so see. now, so now it's that much easier for me to, to, um, to influence people I want to influence gotcha. that are going to, that think like me, that help me 
helped me move along white body supremacy, that helped me move along replacement theory, that helped me um, make sure that books are banned, that helped me make sure, you know, Roe v. Wade is overturned, uh, that there's no, um, there's no limits. Um, it's just, uh, it's another step toward dismantling a democratic system. Um, so what you're saying that, is, now there's another way for even more money to be involved in politics. What yes. could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yes. Jesus. Because we've never seen that before. Where, oh, you know, my God. And, 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 and I don't know that it's possible to imagine an evil billionaire. I, I, don't, know that it, I don't know that we've ever had that come across. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I tried to do that without with a straight yeah, face. No, no, no evil billionaires or no. totally unqualified celebrities ever right. will dare right. to get into politics. Looking at you, Dr. Oz. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, how far into the trenches? He, he's leading now. He's leading in, in the recent polls. And and apparently now he he, he when he does his like his campaign events he basically now closes the with basically a recording of donald trump endorsing him because that's really all he's got going for him right now and people are buying it it's i'm only laughing because if i don't laugh i'm gonna cry yes <laughs> it's, it's exactly like, geez. oh this is what we've come to this is what we've yep. come to this is what we've come to so the the three justices that voted against it was sotomayor um elena kagan and Breyer. Um, and, um, they said, so, um, Elena Kagan wrote the dissent and she said that contributions after an election to repay a loan are not about free speech to influence an election. See, she said they enrich the candidate personally at a time when he can return the favor by a vote, a contract, an appointment, um, post-election contributions pose a special danger of corruption. Yeah. Yeah. Them forbid our, our, you know, we know our elected officials will never be corrupted by anything. You know, we can trust them. Oi, 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 oi. Yeah. So, so uh, let's begin to wrap up here, and um, uh, we can invite folks to know that, of course, you're going to continue to process um, what's been coming up in you and for you after the terrorist act the white supremacy terrorist act on this past weekend especially for black and brown folks give yourselves some extra tlc this yeah. week yeah do some extra pausing <clears throat> some extra breathing if you gotta do some extra crying and wailing do that as well um to to the white body folk who want to call themselves allies. You don't, um, you don't get to call yourself an ally. That's why I said want to. I know, <laughs> well, but I'm yeah. going to just say it out loud. You don't get to call yourself an ally. Um, um, don't ask yourself if, but again, how you're complicit in creating the culture that allows something like that to happen. Stop and, with the hearts and praying hands emojis. There you go. And if your clergy, your minister is not talking about this, if they haven't talked about it this past Sunday, 
or they're not going to talk about it this Sunday and you are not holding them to task about talking to it, that's beginning to answer the question of how you're being complicit. So I'm speaking directly to spiritual communities. You guys have, we guys, we have, we, 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 we have a theology, we have a system of belief that speaks to equity, to love, to justice. But it's not going to happen if we don't actually speak about the lack thereof happening in the world right now. Because if we're not speaking about, you know, we, uh, you know, this is, oh, I got it. Here's a, here's a great con. Here's a great idea. Uh, you know, in the, in the vein of denials and affirmations, because we love them in unity, in the vein of denials and affirmations, uh, you know, we, we got to name, we got to name the thing. We got to name yep. the thing that we're, we're denying. And people are like, well, we, we name the power that it, we deny the power that it has over us is, is what folks will say. Um, I'm denying the power that this has over me in my thoughts and in my consciousness and so on. Be very, be, 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 be very careful one that, a, you're not also using that as a bypass. Don't talk about I'm denying the power of white supremacy over me and my thoughts and my thinking because a that's not how any of that works. One and right. and and it's all yeah. It's, first it's, first note that's not how it works. Right, and it's already it's already it's already informing your thinking, your thoughts and beliefs because because yeah. that's 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 the framework that that we're all operating from. Uh, so it's though it's there. And, and denial doesn't mean we don't not talk about it. We've got to name it. We've got to examine it. We've got to, we've got to even root it out in our own spiritual communities. And trust me when yes. I say if there's white bodies, especially if there's white bodies in your spiritual community, it's there. It's yes. there. Yes. Okay. Yes, you can, I'll say it out loud. You can be a person who is continuing to be complicit in white body supremacy and be a kind person. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 this, I think, I think we walk around saying these are kind loving people. So therefore they couldn't possibly be fill in the blank. Again, that's not how this works. Right. Okay. Who are the well, people in your congregation voting for? Are you talking about upcoming elections? Right. You know, um, especially if you have, and you know, if you have, if you have people in your congregation who are conservative leaning, right? What are they leaning into? Are they aware of what they're leaning into? Are they are they buying and believing the the right wing narratives? Right? Are you asking them? Are you inviting into discussion, or are you just sort of like you know, let's just let's just let's just do some feel good unity principles uh on, on well that, that's what i that's what i mostly saw over the weekend um from you know colleagues was this you know join us in prayer and you know today's the time to grieve and to reach out care for our neighbors you know to there's nothing more to do this was the one that sent me off the end there's nothing more to do at this time than to be the presence of compassion for our world i'm like what the hell does that mean yeah, what is you, that? Was that? Yeah, what does that mean? Is that I don't know, but if I if I'm I read it as you know, just pause and be in prayer and and great, stay in your little bubble, 
It's easy to be spiritual in a cave. To me, being the presence of compassion means I'm going to open my mouth and tell you. And let's and let's speak to let's speak to understanding understanding that yes, there's an element of pastoral care that is about addressing the immediate uh, hurts, pain, and wound. But you know what's even greater pastoral yes. care? Helping to create the conditions so that none of this happens in the first place. Right. That's that's what justice is. Justice isn't about how do we how do we get back at how to revenge how do we justice about creating the conditions so yep white body supremacy no longer has a place to thrive yep okay so so are you doing that in in your sermons are you doing that in your conversations with your congregants do you even know how if you don't know how ask we'll help you out <laughs> Uh, ask us, ask other people who do it. You are not alone in this and it might feel scary and uncomfortable. If it is really scary and it is really uncomfortable, uh, good, good. Yes. And, yeah. and, and lean into that. Cause when you lean away yeah. from it, that's another answer to how are you continuing to be complicit in white body supremacy Yes. by leaning away yeah. from the discomfort of it. Yeah. So, yeah, so we want to, we want to, we want to empower you. We want to embolden you. We want to, we want to support you. We want you to, you know, do that thing Gandhi says that really isn't just a trite quote to actually begin to be the change you yeah. want to see, which means change in how you be. <laughs> well, and what that means is that you'll also piss people off. Oh, absolutely. This will listen. And you have to be willing to do that. This will either, cost, so what are you willing to do for humanity? Yeah, this will cost you friends. This will cost you yep. congregants. This will cost yep. you connections with family members. And if you value the comfort of those over, let's just put it plainly, my right to exist, um, yep. then, then we got problems. <laughs> we have problems. Mm -hmm. that's another way to answer how am i being complicit in this i'm i'm and I'm, these are the same spiritual communities that have their we're welcome all-inclusive community no you're not yeah 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 well well to to what extent they are because they're also welcoming and including the white supremacy narrative right well that's a yeah that's a whole other conversation <laughs> something else i wrote where you know what there's you get to every day i get to choose to pick a side and I'm going to pick an ideology of violence and hatred or with love and justice for all. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, I'm sorry, we've passed the point. Well, you know, all perspectives are welcome. No, they're not. No, they're not. And when you were silent, you have chosen a side. That's correct. And yeah. I don't think we need to say out loud which side that is, but it's the side of white body supremacy. I'll say it out loud just in case you were confused. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's what it, that's what it is. So, all right. So I think, I think, I think I'm, I'm spent right now. Yeah. That's, we've long passed our, our, um, that's a, that's if someone a else was directing us. They would have cut us off by now. We didn't even take a break. Did we? No, we didn't. No, we, we didn't. Straight through. All right. I didn't do it last time, last week either. When, All right. when we had our guest. So I think breaks are officially done. Hey, that makes my editing job easier. So, you know, <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't mad at it. <laughs> Work smarter. It, not harder. It, made, it made my editing job last week for, easier too because i'm like oh there i don't have a break thing well we didn't take one 
All right. So now we know. All right. So heads up to yeah. listeners. Uh, they may no be, be no longer any more rates. We might just be plowing straight through. Decision oh, by, the, by uh, what were uh, what were the um the the events coming up? We have the Quaking of America book club. Uh, yes. So so uh, every Thursday night at seven o'clock Eastern time for the next what four four Thursdays I think. Yep. Um, and today's the seventeenth is when we're recording this. Uh, so we got that going on. And um, when you ask yourself, well, how do I, how do I transform or how do I uh, start to begin to investigate and release these supremacy norms I've internalized, uh, this book provides answers. Um, if you read My Grandmother's Hands, you had all those exercises and practices uh, to engage in. These have even more and these are also more uh, uh, more to the point of things happening in our society today. So this book, yep. this book, this book is this book is not so much what's happening as it is what do you as an individual do to yeah. to begin that that work. So please join us for that. Uh, uh, you can buy the book and read it on your own if you want. But this this stuff is so much. He's, he tells you not to do that actually. Scratch what I just said. Uh, <laughs> yes, you shouldn't do that. You could if you want, but this is really about community. This is really about doing the work with others because half the time you don't, you can't see your own biases until somebody points them out to you. Correct. Right. That's so why it's communal work. That's why it's communal work. We're all yeah. helping each other. Well, so so yeah. yeah. So sign up for that. Uh, we have our twice a month, uh, first and third Wednesdays affinity groups where we get into the dialogue. Uh, get into conversation and make ourselves uncomfortable with awkward conversations. So, yeah. yeah so, so, but that's, that's how, that's how that work happens. Um, yeah. So come, so come get uncomfortable in a, in a safe supportive space. It's, it's what it is. Yes. Right. Um, and so we got that going on, uh, sign up for our fiction book club coming soon. And again, uh, thank you to our bookstore partner, Bliss Books and Wine. Use the code 846BOOK to get a 10% discount when you order books from them, whether it's books for our book club or any other uh, book you order from them. Help support this Black business. When you do so, you are tipping the scales and creating a world of love, justice, and equity for all. Any any closing words you have? No, I love you. I, I love you too. Thank you. Thank you for... Um, thank you for... Thank you for doing this work with us and 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 thank you especially in the past week or so of of shouldering a little more of the project sanctus work as i've been as i've been uh with my dying father uh literally with him as he drew his last breath uh the mourning and the grieving that has that has happened after that um you know it's it's those of you who've ever been on the grief journey know you want to you have great intentions about sitting down and being productive and it just doesn't happen. Um, and you've been very good about telling nope. me, well, don't even try <laughs> just, uh, that you, 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 you got me during this time. And I, and I still very much yeah. appreciate it. Um, when I come to Kansas city for the conference, uh, steak dinner on me, I don't know, that probably won't make up for it. Yay! It's a start. <laughs> no need it's, to. A, it's a thank you. It's a thank you. Um, and thank you for listening to uh, With Love and Justice for All. Spread the word about the podcast. Spread the word about Project Sanctus. Um, 
um, if you if you're listening to us in secret, as some people do, because like you know you don't want to upset the status quo, uh, start listening to us out loud in public. Invite people into the conversation. We have to upset the status quo because the status quo is not working for any of us, and is especially not working for us black and brown folk. So we got to do away. Status with. quo equals white body supremacy. In case we weren't being clear, in case you hadn't picked that up yeah. from yeah. from the last hour and a half, however long we've been talking, in case you haven't picked it up, that is the status quo. And, and more to our secret decoder ring list. Th- there you go. There you go. All right. So that's it. Um, we will see you next week. Let's get our holy on. <laughs> <laughs>